0: the show everybody uh hi hey hey it's it's connor and dustin um yeah i realized too like we haven't like introduced ourselves at the top of the show in a while yeah Um, whatever i don't care i know
1: (laughs) (laughs) why you need to know who i am
0: just just listen to my opinions if this is your first episode for some reason i'm connor um and that's dustin and we've been What's doing up? the show for a long time, yep. long ass time. Yeah. So we're both. Uh, I would say I, I was writing down like, oh, what are our, what are like our qualifications? Like, how would we self describe ourselves? And for me, mm-hmm. I would if if I were trying to sell myself to somebody right now, I'd say I'm a writer. I, I, we were just talking about voiceover. I'm a narrator, um, movie guy. I'm a dad but I'm just a regular dude. And I think that's yeah. the thing I, I enjoy the most about myself <laughs> because I do enjoy myself.
1: <laughs> I enjoy how average I I'm am. I'm also
0: a narcissist. Um, <laughs> Dustin, sure. I I don't know how you self identify in terms of your, your interest or your roles in, in the world, but you have similar interests to me and similar roles yourself Yeah, as a dad, regular dude, writer, writer. Yeah. Um, movie doer guy, doer of things, yeah, doer of things, bacon yeah. lover.
1: <laughs> yes, there you go.
0: There you go. All right. Um, anyway, this is the Hoopercast. Uh, we've been doing the show a long time, and uh, that's how you know. Uh, that's how you know not to question us further. Is yep, right. We're still here. So,
1: have you been doing a show this long? Yeah. No? <laughs> well, then. <laughs> That's
0: right, That's so our right. opinions mean more than yours. Most people listening can't say that they have, like, some people might, like, right, we might sure. have people listening who, like, also have a podcast.
1: Yeah, have you been doing it for 12 years? Right, right, right. I doubt it. <laughs> well, now, now's a good time to pump the brakes on the arrogance factor and just let you all know our opinions mean. Absolutely nothing, uh, <laughs> and, and and your opinions may very well be better articulated than ours, and and more well well informed than ours. But uh, our opinions are ours, and hopefully we can deliver them in an entertaining fashion. Once we syndicated the show, our effort went downhill. <laughs> that's
0: that's that's so true. Um, I was watching a uh, speaking of voiceover and stuff. I was watching this corporate. I, I had one of my uh, one of my sources of income is I I do. I I do a job for a, a large corporate um entity and mm-hmm. um so I get emailed these training seminars constantly as yeah. you would think um yeah. and most of them are related to cybersecurity so I was watching one and so they keep stepping up their game I think I was telling you about this like like
1: mm-hmm. some of
0: these like I'm actually starting to like seriously enjoy like they yeah. put effort yeah. into like writing skits, and it's like this British company, so it's a bunch of Brits like mm-hmm. who put a lot of like thought and writing into like these fishing scenarios. Sure, yeah, and I'm, I'm appreciating it. So sometimes I'll click and go, "Oh, I'm going to get a snack. It's time to watch yep. some cybersecurity." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one wasn't that uh, unfortunately, but what this one was was uh it was you know it was just a regular like 15 minute video about cybersecurity, but. One of the people who was involved in it for some reason was Phil Hendry. Do you know who that is? Have you heard that name
1: before? Mm, that name sounds familiar. So Phil
0: Hendry has done like voice work for like Futurama and um Rick and Morty and other stuff. But um he's the reason they hired him is so he could portray multiple like voices on a mm. phone call to show how you could like trick a person and they're yeah, really sure. showing him like, Oh, this is Dan from HR. And I'm here with my <laughs> boss Jerry. Hey Jerry, say hey to the Oh this is Jerry, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <And> Like <laughs> it, they didn't give him too much to do, but the the um in terms of his in terms of his uh, range, but the reason I thought it was weird is cuz like I uh, one, what is Phil Hendry doing in this uh in this training yeah, video? Weird. But two, like I heard of Phil I heard about him way back in the day from like like the Adam Carolla show or something cuz they mm. were talking about Somebody on there was like, y'all don't know about Phil Hendry, so Phil Hendry like had a radio show, um, a uh, talk show. It was the Phil Hendry Show, um, where he, he, he played himself as like mm-hmm. the normal host, rational, sure. yep. but he would call in as himself live. There's no okay. editing. He was uh-huh. just really good at like switching and improving these. He'd have he he would pretend to be this outrageous. Yeah. I guess he just hold on like a distortion button to sound like he's on the phone. Sure. Um, and it was it's like they played a few clips. It was great. That's I, awesome. It was so impressive. And I think he still. I don't know if he has like a podcast now that, that he still does that for, but like yeah, he's seventy years old, and mm. that's like his whole shtick. I mean, it's not his whole shtick, but that was like his main. It's crazy. So yeah. Yeah, he did. The Phil Hendry. Yeah. He created all digital wow. show available on demand seven days a week and a podcast and podcast one. Yeah. Um, Sweet. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, I felt bad that he, hmm. I, I mean, he was, he was somewhat wasted there. So anyway, I guess I'm saying all that to say, <laughs> if you don't know about Phil yeah. Hendry, go on YouTube and listen to some of those. It's pretty impressive. Sweet. Okay. All right. That was a very um, old school thing. I don't know when the Phil Hendry show was on the air, but um, we're talking about uh, one of the things we're talking about tonight is something, a throwback uh, of sorts. Another throwback of sorts, just to tie in more non-movie stuff (laughs) still Mm -hmm. in the preamble. I played Monopoly the other day for like the first time in a really long time.
1: Mm, Have you you
0: ever actually played Monopoly?
1: I have. Like we all know what
0: it is, but like when you ask most people, have you actually played it? They're probably like, Oh no, no.
1: Yeah. No, I played it a lot.
0: You have growing okay. Up actually. Do yeah. you like it, or did you just sort of tolerate it? No,
1: it always brought out the worst in me. <laughs> I, <laughs> the 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 only like I've got a few memories of Monopoly. Like I played it with my grandmother a lot, but like I remember one time specifically playing it with my parents and my brother, and one of my friends was over, and so I guess he was like staying the night or whatever. And so we were playing this long game of Monopoly, and I got so mad that eventually. Uh, I don't even remember what happened in the game, but I turned to my friend who was sitting next to me who had just cheated me out of some money or something in the game. And I just unleashed the biggest slap to his face. (laughs) I've heard
0: (laughs) I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. That
1: that any like 13-year-old kid has ever slapped another 13-year-old kid in. (laughs) And and I just remember immediately my parents were like, games are done. We're done. I was so mad, dude. (laughs) And since then, I think maybe I've played once. I was like, I don't know. I better not. I better not do this. that's great i love that I love that story <laughs> it's, the, it's the only game i've ever that has ever made me mad I enough to hit somebody you. yeah, yeah.
0: I, I remember hearing the story and i think we was someone was commenting this is definitely when we were in college and someone yeah, the, one of us we were playing a, a video game probably playing super smash brothers and does yep. any game i don't know it was in the context of like have you ever gotten yeah. this mad at a game and you're like oh this is nothing you should have seen me play monopoly this <laughs>
1: one <time." laughs> the one time yep <laughs> <laughs> i love that story so much well we, we, we played
0: we have a disney theme park monopoly that we actually bought mm. uh, in 2015 on on board the disney dream ah okay so we bought it like from the cruise shop
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. um
0: and i hadn't played it uh si- since then that was eight years sure. ago <laughs> yeah um so we, we broke it out on sunday and played some and mm-hmm. um and then we played another game and my daughter joined in. So we had three players, so way better with more than two people. Yeah. Uh, but my wife whooped my ass. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm bad at monopoly, but like, yeah, so much of it's out of your control with those dice rolls. And then it's true. Yeah. So then you just get a ball rolling and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Tara was just like putting up houses and houses and houses and castles and it was just, yeah. there was a certain point, I, I there was no way I was going to win. And I was just, and I was like, can I just forfeit? And she was like, why do you want to quit? And I was like, it's not that I'm being a sore loser. I just I just don't want to spend the last hour of this game doing a bunch of math, <laughs> <And just laughs> trying to figure out like, okay, I got to buy back the property with 10% interest. What's 10% of 130? And it's like, yeah okay, I, you know, I quit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
0: but uh we our daughter played with us too and then, then she got eliminated first and she did not take it very well she was very, ah.
1: <laughs> very yep. upset
0: Yep. um and then Tara, and so after that Tara was like i was like i'll just forfeit again and she was like no you should try to like and she's like i want to actually beat you and i said all right i'm gonna get a gold star for every round i survive because mm-hmm. tara had like all six properties right there on the row and they each had mm-hmm. a castle and I had like $9. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. I lasted eight rounds. Wow. It was pretty impressive. Every time I passed, I would go, oh my God, how did I get that? I, I'd, I'd right. land on a card or I'd go to, one time I just went to jail and I was like, that's cool.
1: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> take me to, jail. Please take me
0: to jail. So Noah was watching us because he was yeah. wanting to learn to play and I was like, just sit and be my teammate yeah. and yeah. so I don't have to like that's daunting to. Be like, let me sit down. I'll teach you Monopoly, you know. Right, right, right. Anyway, all right. We'll 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 use this as a segue cuz Monopoly is a very 90s thing to mm-hmm. to do, to have done. Yes. Let's yep. uh let's spend some time and talk about another 90s thing, kind of, that 90s show. I have to make a
1: shopping list. The kids are going to want snacks. Don't
0: Feed them, kitty? That's how it started the first time.
1: I am going to get Fritos, Tostitos, Doritos, all the Eitos. I am back, baby. Son of a bitch. Hang out down the street. I got it. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Grandpa. Leia. Tell me about Chicago. What are you into? I'm a pretty big deal in debate club. That's not up for debate. Yeah, I'm not popular. Hey, new girl. Leia, you should buy the tab. Pause. This isn't gonna work. I'm pretty sure Osh Gosh Be Gosh here is gonna get carded. (laughs) No, Leia!
0: Leia! Oh, look, Nick, shooting star. Make a wish.
1: That's a firework, babe. Wish I could stay for the summer. Can stay. Okay, kids, the basement
0: is all yours. Your grandma just hooked us up. What is it?
1: Leia, do you want to hear about the Donkey Kong conspiracy? (gasps)
0: Interesting. It's kind of like how Cheryl Crow isn't actually a crow.
1: Totally. If you're worried about fitting in with everyone else, you found the people who don't fit in. I still can't believe Jay didn't kiss you. <laughs> oh my god! My guy's got a bunch of salons. You may have seen his commercials. Welcome back to Chess Fest. <laughs> it's always an honor to have your hair in my chair. <laughs> Why did you open our house to chaos again? All the dumbasses were gone! I love having the house full again. It just fills me with joy. Eric's having a hard time with Leia. But all I know is that I'm going to love her and stand behind her no matter what. That is a great idea. Because when you stand behind your kids, it's easy to put to your play foot your in, your, yes. in your ass. Yeah, we
0: got it, Dan. Yes. All right, so that 90s show is a new thing. It's on Netflix. Yes. It's one season. It is 10 episodes, yes.
1: Just, just renewed for a second season <clears> as well.
0: That's right. It's been renewed for a second season, so it did well enough uh, to warrant that. Yep. So, and it's significant for um, a number of reasons, but the main one, of course, being that it's a... It's a it's a sequel technically it's a, it's a sequel series to yep. to that 70s show which yep. aired on Fox for 8 years, I think 8 seasons. Yeah, 8 years, yeah. Um so you've got the return of Deborah Jo Rupp and Kurtwood Smith as Kitty and Red Foreman. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole new cast of kids uh Callie Haverta, Ashley Hyde. Mace Coronel, Rain Doy, Sam Morelos, and Maxwell A.C. Donovan. I did my best with those names. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got a lot of the original creators returning yep. here. You've got Bonnie Turner, Terry Turner, Lindsay, I guess that's one of their... You know, and Greg Metler. Mark Brazil is not part of this, but he gets some credit for mm-hmm. co-creating the original series. So this is like, yep. you know, it's like it's an adapted series, basically. Right, exactly. So as the title implies... This takes place in the mid '90s, as the as the '70s show began in the mid '70s, mm-hmm. and uh, so Red and Kitty are back in the house, and yep. they've got a granddaughter now. Um, what's her name? Leah. Yeah, Leah Foreman. Yep. Eric yep. and Donna's uh, kid. Eric and Donna, you know, Topher Grace and Laura Prepon make an appearance in the. In uh, in in the show, as well as uh, Fez. Why am I blanking on his name? Wilmer Valderrama. Marana, v- Valderrama is in the show as well, and then everyone else is kind of like a guest star. I don't want to spoil all of them, you know. Sure. But like yep. most of the original cast shows up at some point. Um, there's one that doesn't, and there's one that doesn't. So we'll we'll talk yeah. about all that. So anyway, yeah. um, the so the series has been out for a bit. It I think it dropped on January. 19th okay so it's been about a month i'm not really sure where to start maybe i should pitch it to you and let you start what did you think of this show
1: um i thought it was fine i thought it was enjoyable for what it was Mm -hmm. um i i certainly have some bones to pick with it but i think it, it it was enjoyable for what it was and certainly at its best when the original cast popped in um Deborah J. Rupp and Carwood Smith are just so good. They're really in, great in in, in 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 not just in these roles but in a multi-camera sitcom they're fantastic. Yeah. They are the perfect blend of realistic but also heightened, because mm-hmm. you have to be heightened, right? Multi-cam is its own beast. Um and 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 that first episode where topher grace and laura prepon are uh are in that sort of dropping off their daughter um to stay in point place um they elevate every scene that's written because they're all just so accustomed to the genre like to to performing in that way and then when you see the the newer kids it took me a long time to latch on to them. Yes. It took me a long time to feel like they found their footing. I still don't know that they've fully found it. Um, and, and sh- I've seen, I think I've probably seen all of that 70s show, though never in a row, like never sequentially. I just always watched it in reruns pretty much. Yeah. Um, like in college and whatever. And so, um, So I I think I've seen all of it. So I'd have to go back and watch the first season to figure out like, did it take them a while to like? I can answer that for you. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Hit me.
0: Uh, No, most of them are great from the start. Um, Okay. There, the exception is Mila Kunis. Um, Mm.
1: She was so young. Mila Kunis was very, very
0: young. She was like fourteen or something. Yeah. And so she was, she was very young and green. Uh, to a yeah. series, I think she had just done commercials up to that point. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. all things considered, and she improved. Like by the end of this, by the end of the the this, this series, she's yeah. great. You know, she's and English blown. was her
1: second language, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. so so yeah. I mean, a little bit of, a, yeah. of like a handicap there. And yeah, yeah. So and, for and, sure.
0: and nerves and stuff. Again, she was the least. You know, yeah. so she's yeah. she's maybe overacting the most just because she lacked. But like Topher Grace, Laura Prepon, yeah. Danny Masterson uh for, you know ashton kutcher like obviously like his whole career was like defined by this role as michael kelso yeah, yeah. um and he he really originated a an otherwise kind of stock character um yeah. with a lot of personality and and surprising yeah. depth for yeah the kind of character he is but yeah sure. no, I, I i agree i agree about the young cast
1: yeah, the the young cast here, it, it just takes them a while, and mm-hmm. you know, and and that's never more obvious than when they're sharing the screen with one of the one of the regulars. Like I, I feel like, like Deborah jo Rupp and Kurtwood Smith elevate those those kids to a new level when they share a scene. But when it's just like a kids only scene, mm-hmm. it's like okay, all of this feels very like college project like mm-hmm. it doesn't quite feel professional um and that's not like their fault really like that maybe that's poor direction um like david trainer was an in- integral part of the original series and without his direction here um maybe they maybe they needed that right like david trainer directed i believe every episode of that 70s show and okay. um and then he uh, like, if not every, it was almost every episode of that '70s show, and and you know he had had previous experience with kids, like he directed a lot of Boy Meets World, and so like he knew how to get performance out of young people. He did, he directed um, everything but the pilot, but yeah, he's everything but the pilot. Okay. Yeah, but, but and, you're right.
0: Every other episode,
1: yeah. So I feel like I feel like his stamp is so like. So important, right? He also
0: directed every episode of The Ranch, which Danny Masterson uh, yes. and Ashton Kutcher went on to
1: to to, to do, do after. That was for Netflix was with the, Sam Elliott, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, it 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 just took me a long time to feel like their scenes were at all important, which sucks because like that is the story. The story is them. It's not anybody else It's not it's not red and kitty it's it's the story of the kids and so right. the fact that it took me so long now the other the other factor here is you've got like the nostalgia factor of the original series where it's like okay i watched this when i was younger and closer to the age of those actors right and so it feel like i can look back on it now with like you know these rose-colored glasses like oh it's great and and here I'm so far removed from the age of these actors yeah. that maybe that's also a part of it that I'm like, yeah, they're just not they're not up to snuff. Um, that because I'm looking at them for the first time with adult like eyes, as opposed to looking at Topher Grace for the first time with young adult eyes. You know what I'm saying? Um, so maybe that's it too. I don't know, but um, but it did just it, it took me a while to latch to them. I feel like.
0: With this, so I I enjoy the show as well. I mean, I, yeah. I I feel about the same as you do about the young actors. Like I I think that they, you know, they, they're not not at first. It takes them a minute to settle into their roles a little bit. You know, for the characters to get fleshed out, they do more stuff. They they kind of make their mark a little more. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think the stand. I mean, I think that Ashley Avderhide, who is like, I, I don't know how to say your name. I'm sorry, but like, not only does yeah. she. <laughs> I have a theory about her character um but she's like okay. the Stephen hyde character in, yeah. in a way you know that's kind of yeah. what she serves as the function of course callie haverta's leia is the eric foreman because she's eric's daughter yeah. and yeah. you know but it's, it's a little different but you know the, the way the way she talks is very topher grace like neurotic kind of thing yeah. um yeah and, um I think that who plays, uh, who plays, um, Jake Kelso that is, uh, Mace Coronel. So Mace Coronel, I think that that's the only character that bumps for me the most. Honestly, I think he's inconsistent. Like yes, I would they, agree. they make him like kind of a moron, but then they have, but then he's also like the main love interest for her. And so they give him these moments of like articulation where he's yeah. like sensitive and, and, yeah. uh, and, like you know, cognitively present. Yeah. But then they yeah. make him say really dumb things. And then you're like, okay, are you an idiot or, or not? Like it's almost like they want him to be the love interest, but yeah. they, they have to remind you like, okay, remember who his parents are, you know, right. his his parents yeah. are are <laughs> yeah. Michael and Jackie. Yeah. Um so where does the introspection come from?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, <so>. right. <laughs> I, I feel like that's an inconsistency in the writing, but it yeah. almost feels like what they did was they took the character of Kelso mm-hmm. and split him into two. Mm-hmm. And so you have have uh, that character and also the other guy, uh, oh, help me, uh, Nate, Nate uh, Maxwell A.C. Yeah. Donovan, um, who also serves this like you know dumb dumb character type role yeah um and so it's like they took that so each of these characters has a, an analog from the original series right like you mentioned right who eric and who uh hide uh, are but but th- that continues down the list right all these characters are some sort of analog for the original characters yeah reindoy is Ke- obviously fez obviously fed yeah. and and then um and then sam morello's character nikki is the closest thing we get to um adonna character and and yeah. it's all like um it, it it it's all just like a perfect copycat of the original series right. um, except kelso gets split into two parts and um and there there's not really a Jackie, I guess, um, but but Kelso gets split into two parts and you end up with uh, Jay Kelso and Nate kind of both serving all the functions that Kelso did as one character originally. Right. Right. And um. and so while the idea of they like, you know. Uh, you know bromance their friendship uh, being as strong as it is like it's a fine idea and whatever but but it becomes where you're right it's just kind of unclear what role they serve in the context of like this cast of characters Mm -hmm. um beyond just their role as like comedic relief or straight man or whatever but but in terms of the actual like dramatic arc what role are they going to serve Um, I think it's still unclear here. I wonder too. So
0: like, you know, the, we've got some appearances by the original cast and we were talking about how good Deborah Durrup and Kurtwood Smith are. And of yeah. course they are like at the forefront of the marketing because everyone who's watching this show has seen the original series and they're paying for the Netflix account. And yeah. uh, so this is a thousand percent for us.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And I think they, so, so they kind of know it, like, look, we're, we're making a show that's going to really heavily rely on nostalgia. Like yeah. We want to launch this new cast, but like, what's the balance? And of course, like, I don't think that uh, it, there, there was always plenty of time in the past yeah. 10 years to yeah. approach the original cast and be like, Hey, y'all want to do like a reboot, you know, but maybe, yeah. maybe reboots were not as cool or, or weren't, didn't have as much data showing that they were popular and profitable. <laughs> yep. Yep. um, and maybe now there is. and so, um yep. I don't know That's I guess totally what it is. I don't know who had the rights to this show. I don't know how that all works, but like, yeah, you would think yeah, because I this think the original
1: a- show is streaming on Peacock it so is. I think it yeah, yeah, and then and then this is on Netflix, so it's it's weird
0: and it was a, it was a fox series, so like you would think yeah. like well, wouldn't like Hulu have it, you know, like yeah, so right. it's it's all weird. so but like for whatever reason, I guess the rights maybe stayed with the Turners, but Regardless, I feel like the first idea that was probably this is just me talking out of school. I could probably scroll down and read the actual history, but like I feel like what probably everyone I feel like in in the blue sky phase, they were like, we'd love to continue the 70 show 20 years later, see what everyone's doing, find a yeah. way for them to be together. And either the cast said no or not, they couldn't get everyone back, or one of them was accused of heinous crimes. Um, and they were like, all right, um, maybe it's, maybe we can sort of do that, but kind of like do a new thing that yeah. way. Like it's not going to fall apart if not everyone's on board Yeah, and they got this and most everyone's on board in some way, but they're in, they're involved in a limited capacity. I mean, yeah, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are in one scene. It's yeah. a great scene. It's a great and scene they were terrific
1: that was the biggest laugh of the entire oh, series for me. it was so good and it, it was kelso's line specifically about jumping into a lake naked <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the biggest laugh of the entire season for even me. even
0: the way she would even when she exits stage she just stomps and she's like let's go michael i was yeah. like clapping i was just yeah. like yay more yeah. and, yes. and i i just pictured her walking out of the sliding glass door and then just like smiling like this feels so yeah. great to be back yeah yeah and so and,
1: and knowing she nailed it uh, yeah
0: exactly yeah if i'm in charge of the development of this series yeah and i'm told like listen the actors don't want to do like a, a straight up continuation but they'll yeah. they'll they'll pop in and and be involved in broad story strokes to in order to facilitate and make this story feel real yeah i'm i'm in my head thinking like all right like like the, the drug dealer approach, like, okay, first one's free. Yeah. yeah,
1: right,
0: right. Yeah, you'll come back in limited capacity until you show up and you get in costume and hair and you see everybody and then you remember how much fun this is. Yeah. And then you'll be, you'll be, you'll be a back. bigger part of the story and then yeah. you'll just be full blown like cast members. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder, and I hope that the cast yeah. returns in recurring ways yeah, so that this does this, so that will f- this will feel less like a spin-off. Yeah. Um and more like a sequel. And more like a sequel because there is yeah. potential here. I mean the, yeah. the series ends with a lot of stuff wrapped up, but obviously open story loops because they want to continue the series, they're getting another yeah. season, so we're going to get to explore that and I'm personally like okay, like how I want yeah. to know like in universe like do we pick up on the next is it has it been another year are we picking up the next yeah. summer does yeah. something happen to eric's job when they move back to point place so now like Topher grace is part of the show yeah. again like what yeah. what are we doing you know
1: if if i'm if i'm the show runner, that's the direction i would move in mm-hmm. which is we obviously we can't do an a one-year jump in between each season because between in those one-year jumps, uh, the characters will change drastically and their relationship will have to change drastically because they haven't seen each other in a year. Right, And, um, you know, so the little things that you set up in the last episode here, which I won't spoil, but there's, there's, you know, a pretty big romantic setup at the yeah. end of this. How, how do you, how do you hang on to that for a year? And then, and then pay that off exactly in in one year time, but but it, well uh, you you uh, but, tease
0: it over the season and then the season ends with it, you know right.
1: But the, but then you also have the idea of like okay, well the show is set in nineteen ninety five, so we're limited to only doing this five times then. But but even then, because because then it'll be the year two thousand. Well, and, the Cheers
0: monkey with time, famously.
1: <laughs> right, but this can't because right. it can only happen during. Summer breaks, Can't unless it. they do it during, you know, like a winter break or whatever. And oh, and sure, I, I
0: fully believe that if they keep the show going, they'll yeah. they'll the, the the foremans are going to move back to Point Place. That
1: it ha, it has to happen. Yeah, and and here's the thing: people are sick uh, of hearing we, about
0: Star Wars in the university setting, and Eric loses his
1: job. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and and, Let's and go that, work that's Price what you have again. to do. <laughs> And and that's totally what you have to do. Like you have to, um, you have to bring all of that together. And that first one was okay. This is sort of the status quo, but but it also stretches the suspension of disbelief a little bit. In that, okay, we're gonna drop our daughter off. She's gonna stay the summer here, and Laura Prepon's gonna come back a couple of times, but Eric never does, even right. for Leia's birthday, which feels a little bit
0: weird. Yeah
1: uh um, what do you, summer, and, do you do in
0: summer classes
1: yeah so it just feels a little bit like yeah you had him for the one week yeah. and, and you couldn't get him for the additional weeks and so whatever but but you're stretching my suspension disbelief so you have to understand that you can't you can't do that again like you can't miss her birthday again if they said it in the summer of 96 the next season right well she's gonna have another birthday and he can't not be there for that one because then he's missed two of her birthdays and then he looks like a really awful dad so um yeah so you know what I mean like you really just have to integrate what was into what is now the other thing worth pointing out is that the cast member the original cast members the kids never had a scene together in this. Donna and Eric did, right. but Donna and Eric never shared the screen with Jackie and Kelso, or yeah. with Fez, or Fez. And 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 granted, you can't get oh, the whole. Fez cast and Donna together.
0: were in one scene.
1: Oh, that's right. Fez yeah. and Donna were in a scene together. Yeah. You are correct. Um, and Fez said something like, "I miss my people." Um, and and so it's like, come on, you have to be setting up the idea yeah. that you're going to bring all these people together, and and conveniently, you know, not talk about where Hyde is. You know, don't whatever. Don't don't mention it. But like, I'll
0: get to my theory.
1: Okay. But, but you have to, <clears throat> you do have to do some of that. Now, having said that, um, some of the other things I enjoyed were some of the other callbacks, um, uh, like, uh, uh, Tommy Chong's character, Leo is back like that. That's a great moment. Uh, Fez's rival, um, I forget his, his, his character. Fenton, um, is, is back and that that's a great character. And yeah. like, you know, the, these are, these are really cool callbacks to original series characters. And I'd love to see that continue. And I think we could get like Kelso's brother in, you know, and, get Luke and, Wilson and back. You know, bring Luke Wilson back, you know, like there, there's certainly a lot yeah. of potential here. Um, what I, but what I loved about it most, um, and it's, it's in the pilot. I think the pilot's great. Um, the pilot is, is the best episode that they produced this year. Um, and, and, and what I loved was, um, they continue Red's catchphrase, but in the pilot, they give it to Eric, oh, the foot in the ass, yeah, yeah, and that is that is the best moment oh, of it. of the season to me. the idea that Eric has become red, yeah, I, and it's so interesting, it's so interesting and and that's where I want to see season two go. I really is do bring too. Eric in <clears throat> and slowly turn him into red, yeah, so that you can. Dial him back into being Eric. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Let him lose his job. Let him, like, you know, d- decline back and, like, degress back into, yeah, into you a know, teenager. high school Eric, you know, <laughs> and, like, or, or, or he just becomes a defeated red and 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 the way that red always kind of was it's like you know whatever detached and defeated resigned yeah yeah and and let him be that and um and then build him back up from there um like you know redeem like i'm i'm gonna be better than my father you know and um and i think i that to me would be the most interesting place to go with it um but but yeah uh to that end Maybe that's more dramatic than they were looking to be like that. I felt like the original series had drama. Oh, it had
0: um, it had heavy drama. I was thinking about how we, when we, you know, we, we went to Hyde's house for the first time. And there, I remember the episode, I remember like whenever they decided like Hyde was going to move in with the foremans, like they found yeah. out he was like living by himself because his mom never came back. I yep. was like,
1: shit. Like yeah. that's.
0: That's some heavy stuff, you know? It
1: is. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, so, so I don't think they should shy away from that. Mm -mm. And, and I feel like they definitely did. And here's an example. Um, and, uh, and I've actually got two, two more little nitpicks with the show after this, but, but the, the example of them shying away from, um, from drama dovetails with another complaint, which is um there there's a scene where uh the character i forget it I forget the the actor's name hold on, I've got it right here, Ray doy uh who plays Ozzy. Yeah. um so Ozzie comes out as gay to mm-hmm. Kitty Foreman, yeah um, and there is no conflict whatsoever mm-hmm. Um, To that. It's built up as like, you know, he's he's afraid to do it. It's a big moment, whatever. But then there's no conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I understand from a writing perspective, they don't want Kitty to be. You know, bigoted or or whatever, whatever the case may be, like, they don't want to paint her in an unflattering light for, you know, current viewers. Right. Got it. But there's no drama that comes out of that. And, and that dovetails into the other complaint, which was this hardly feels like the nineties to me. Um, Right. And, and, and if you had told me this takes place in modern day, I would have, I, I wouldn't have batted an eye because it doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't um so in the 90s if a character comes out to you know a 70 year old woman right <laughs> you can bet there's going to be some conflict
0: yeah probably i mean a woman like kitty in wisconsin you yeah. know who who grew you know a, f- a 50s housewife yeah. you know yeah sure
1: I remember feeling like that 70s show made better use of its time period Mm -hmm. than this does. Um, And because it just feels like occasionally they mention like Game Boy. You know, and it's like, oh yeah, I got you, you know, you're in the nineties, but, but it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like the nineties to me. Now we were younger in 1995 than Mm -hmm. these characters are. So our experience in 1995 would be different, but to me, it doesn't really feel like the nineties, um, because the only thing that the, the nineties evidently are is an occasional mention of a game boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're or in a, a tough computer. spot there
0: cause, first computer, yeah, cause, yeah. But I, I, I agree. I think they're they're caught between a rock and a hard place with stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So, so don't shy away from conflict. Mm-hmm. Let let drama happen, and and make better use of the '90s time period and the '90s aesthetic to craft your stories. Um, because we have the benefit of hindsight, and we can look at the '90s as two things one a really highly like uh positive thing and a really and something we can be very critical of and so you can craft your stories around things that happened in the 90s things that were big in the 90s that you know, and, and even, even if you want to take it just flat out co- comedic sitcom, there's a whole episode where they're trying to get Beanie Babies and they can't get them. And, you know, there's, there's like, you know, a big, a big swarm of people at the mall and Red has to get a Beanie Baby. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Like you can like, obviously the nineties aren't just pop culture, but like, you know make better you like use the 90s as a story point yeah. and not just as a backdrop oh
0: at some point there's gonna be the Clinton Lewinsky thing you know that's yeah that's for sure that's something I mean you've yeah. got um what's it uh space jam's gonna come out at some point <laughs> um you know there's there's yeah I mean plenty of cool things
1: Jordan and Pippin like yeah it, the, the, these are big things Hell, that are happening
0: Eric Eric and Eric and Donna live
1: in Chicago right now. Yeah, yeah. Where so are, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it just integrated a little better. There's one thing that bothered me. I don't know if you caught it. The show is set in 1995. hmm And Leia turns 15. That means she was born in the summer of 1980, which means she would have had to have been conceived during the original series. Okay? So... Okay. Because the, the the original series ends December thirty first, nineteen seventy nine. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And so and so, it, nine months later, if she's born in the summer, sure, she ha- it would have to have been conceived during that the original run. But Jay Kelso is a year older than her, which means he would have been born a year before the end of the original series. Yeah, you know. And that really bothers me because yeah. they clearly could have just set the show in 1996 and been done and not had this issue they probably should have done that yeah because then then
0: then they have that fear though that they're limiting themselves in time yeah yep. oh yeah you're right there Dustin they're hoping no one notices
1: <laughs> yeah Jackie did not have a baby no or she
0: or his mom. is Jackie
1: not the mother mm. did Kelso knock somebody else up and we never knew it
0: could be. Could be. And that's why he's so sensitive, because he actually like, it's not Jackie's son. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. maybe his actual mom is Eric's brother. I mean Eric's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined my own punchline with a <laughs> <with him. laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's Eric's sister. Yeah, uh, uh, is 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 Jay Kelso's real mother? That's oh, my that's my theory. Boy. And, have, that, and then are and their cousins, and that ends their relationship. Yeah, that's that's the end of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't go that route. That's so weird. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> um, all right. I yeah. have a theory about. Um, okay, hit me. About our friend, um, um, Gwen. It's also not a great sign that we're looking up the characters' names after watching ten episodes. <laughs> that's but okay. true.
0: That's true so Gwen, uh i love i love the the character of Gwen Gwen's probably I the, the one the probably the most watchable of the kid actors she seems the yep. most comfortable on stage yep um she is the she's putting on the best performance she's totally agree. she seem it's nothing about what she's doing seems forced or like too broad and 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 that's kind of how I felt about Danny masterson's hide is he always just seemed like the coolest cucumber on stage. Yeah. Everyone else is good. Even the original cast, like they're all great in their roles. But Danny and Master- but Hyde's never like freaking out about something, mm. having to play like that. But what about oh what the, about the thing? You know, he just yeah. always seems like a, a little self aware that he's like a normal person amongst a yeah. bunch of you know clowns playing to the back row. And that's yep. how I feel about Ashley, ovderhide I'm just gonna call her Hyde Hyde's, okay. Hyde's even you know in her name that's my okay. theory I think Stephen Hyde's this one well, this girl's father here's why I th- here, here's why I'm gonna put it out there that that could pay off one if I'm the writers I'm building in some way for Hyde to be in this show sure um sure. and she's got she, she her character's a lot like his, mm-hmm. his function story wise her mom is you know obviously her and her brother are from two different men so like mm-hmm. there's already like an establishment that her mom has had children with multiple multiple partners. Yep. Um, none of whom are still in her life. Um yeah. she, uh, this is this is probably a complete coincidence, but like they have similar hair <laughs> that Hyde's got that curly hair, just like her character yeah. does. Um yep. and again, she's just very much like him in the way she serves the story, but also like in her very anti establishment like punk yeah. punk kind of feminist uh um perspective on the show. Hmm. So Okay, yeah. Um she mentions I think the only thing she says about her dad is that like he's a trucker or something. That sounds like a job that Hyde would do, could easily do and would sure. ap- would appeal to him. Um Yeah. You yeah. know, pays certainly well enough, um but you know, sure. it, it's cuz Hyde was never like a deadbeat, he just wasn't going to be like a stick around kind of dude. Yeah. And so it it totally tracks to me that he just became a trucker. And send either in the sends money to this family, maybe, or mm. every now and then passes through town and sees his kid, because she talks mm. about like you know I do see my dad, and she may have no awareness that he knows her new best any friend's these, father yeah. or any of these people yeah. at all that he yeah. that he knows Red Foreman, you know, yeah. like so there's no reason to mention like oh yeah his name's Stephen Hyde you know like yeah so that's my big theory I think that Hyde okay I think that Hyde either already is in some right? that's my headcanon because i think that so then we then we transition to talk about danny masterson <clears throat> so i don't obviously know what it, what is going on there i yeah. have read a little about it i know that um i know that the cast even at the time was largely i'll say non-committal supportive of him no one was like hmm. danny would never do that Yeah, but like everyone was like look we don't know like we don't obviously we don't know but yeah. like we hope that that's not true um yeah. if i'm him i would almost feel a little betrayed by their non-committal defense but in at the same time like how can they defend you if something that they don't know for a fact is not true right um I guess for anyone listening, he's been accused of like sexual assault and like, so he's vigorously denied or denied the allegations. He has maintained his innocence. They've, the the case has gotten thrown out of court once, but then there's, I think right now it's still entering a, a new trial. The judge from what I read is basically doing due diligence. Like we need to basically like for all parties involved, like if this isn't true, we need to squash it. And if it is true, we need to pursue justice. So. um in the meantime, of course, his character, Danny Masterson's character, was written out of the ranch with Ashton Kutcher, all, yep. you know, on Netflix. Um, you know, Mark Brazil, the creator of the original show, like apparently liked a couple of tweets at the time about how Danny Masterson should be in prison. Um, hmm. He's not involved in this show, but you know, I don't know what his anyway. Yeah. Um. So I say all that to say, like, I don't know if he'll ever be involved in this show. Um yeah. I don't know how these things go these days. Like, you know, even if he's found to be innocent, there might always be this presumption of his guilt despite his innocence, even though that's yeah. not how the legal system is supposed to work. Yeah. Um again, so I don't know. He might be a complete piece of shit monster who is going to get what he yeah. deserves or yeah. or or he made terrible mistakes that have been mischaracterized, but other but nevertheless shouldn't have happened. Hmm. or it's completely untrue and he's just the victim of bad perceptions by other people. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um regardless I missed him here. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to see Hyde. I would have loved yeah. to see Hyde and especially yeah. given my theory, I would love to see him in the future. Yeah. But that's only that's only going to happen if he's been cleared. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um and so, if he's innocent, I hope that happens, and I hope that Netflix sees a way to include him because he's yeah. kind of part of their family. He's been, again the ranch, the Netflix show. Um, yeah. That seven, this reboot happened because this because that seventy show spent a stretch on Netflix and it and it um, experienced like a, a resurgence of popularity before it dipped out in at the end of twenty twenty and went to Peacock. Mm. Connor feels that mm. that there is a otherwise good relationship there between the powers that be at netflix and danny masterson and and an innocent danny masterson so i don't know Hmm. this is just me saying i miss Stephen hyde i hope that not only can they bring the other actors onto the show more often i would love to see these characters come back together because right before those allegations came out they all like hung out together except for Topher. like they all um the everyone else came to visit like the ranch for some taping and so there's yeah. like a picture of like five of them hanging out together yeah. and yeah. so we know that they keep in touch and i think even yeah. Topher does too and so yeah. i i would like to see that you yeah. know
1: yeah i i agree on all uh, on all accounts i think you know I, I i do think your your characterization is correct unfortunately that no matter what the courts decide mm-hmm. there will always be a hesitancy to see him on screen again mm-hmm. um, from from everybody, because, well, what if what if it what if they got it wrong? Right. What if they got it wrong? Right. And and that sucks because you're right. That's not the way it's supposed to work. But yeah. but I think that is what's going to happen. Um. Do I think that he let's say he's cleared of mm-hmm. all charges? Uh, Do I think he will make an appearance here? I don't know. I think that, again, that Netflix is going to have to weigh the odds and say, is this going to turn more people off than on and have to make a hard decision? I I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, what they would do at that point. Um, But at this point, it seems like it'd be... um, a long shot for him to ever step foot on this set. Um, and that sucks because you're right. Like I love that character and I missed him here. And I always thought it, like when this was announced, you know, accusations aside, yeah, I always thought the funniest thing would be to have him appear and be the most changed from the original series where he's like a <laughs> businessman with like a, you know, a briefcase and a suit and tie. And he's just like totally respectable gentleman. Red loves him like total, you know, like the perfect son of Red Foreman. You know what I mean? And uh, and then they all get together and they sit in that circle one more time and hides back. and like that that's what i always imagined like like he he's he's you know oh no i i don't listen to led zeppelin that would be that would, that, that's That'd be just irresponsible. Silly. Yeah, yeah. be irresponsible, right? And I certainly don't smoke anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, gee, Willikers, guys, like we can't do that, you know. And then you know, and then and then like it happens, and then hides just back, and and the camera like spins. The, the first he's still in the suit and tie, but maybe the tie's loosened. It. Yeah, and and he's like, "All right, conspiracy theory." Yeah, and and There's he's like, "A car like,
0: that runs on water, man." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and like he's just completely back to being Hyde, and for the rest of the season, uh, he's back. And like, uh, I always thought that would be the way to handle it. But I like the idea
0: that like he and it might play. No matter what, let's say best case scenario, he's cleared charges. There's still some hesitancy, but Netflix is like, listen, he's been cleared innocent, and you know we we're happy to have Danny back. It yeah. would play into those suspicion. It would play into that attitude a little bit to have Hyde be the least changed, the least successful of everybody in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because then you can kind of judge him a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. you can. Um, and it would be healing for the you know the art and the life to have his character finally be forced to change, being yeah. more present in his kid's life. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Like. Right. grow his character a little bit so yeah um, yeah yeah i don't yeah. know i i think yeah that that's my that's my pie in the sky that's my that's my blue sky is like there's how can we get danny back on the show you know not yeah. that the show is yeah. incomplete without him you know because it's not no. about these characters but like it's it's his his, his absence is noticeable
1: yeah i mean it, it, it's it, it's akin to you know doing another season of friends without joey like you you just it's not that the show can't work Mm -hmm. and it's not that the actors who would still be there aren't giving their all i mean we've seen that 70s show work without topher grace didn't work well but the but the actors who were there they gave their all and and you know so not to but that was Trounce within, on any of that. That was an
0: in, but, but that, but even then there was an envy universe it, explanation for where Eric is. Yeah, you know? exactly. So Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could totally see, like, I, I think, I think the most we're going to get for a little while might be eventually somebody mentioning him mm-hmm. and then mentioning, like, we don't know whatever happened to him after. Yeah. After, you know, we, we all lost touch with him and, we don't know. We don't know yeah. where he's at, and then that's that may be the most we get. Yeah. Um, until I could also see your theory holding true, and like season finale, last episode, series finale, last episode. Yeah. Uh, she finds out her dad's name is Stephen Hyde, yeah. or oh, she finds man. out she knows, she t- but we, she men- we find she, out. Yeah, she mentions it, and and it's like, oh, and that's the the yeah. last thing we hear. <sighs> yeah, man,
0: that'd be oh Dustin I just literally got goosebumps I want that so bad I'm so (laughs) sad it's not happening she
1: says it next next to you know Eric and Eric has already said like oh I I don't know I had this old friend I never knew what happened to him like we've all always wondered and then she says his name and now they have a lead like they can find him again you know what I mean like yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs>
0: My nipples are so hard, Dustin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, there uh, you go. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I. I hope that that. I hope that there's yeah. a way forward there. So. Yeah, I do too. Would you? I mean, so would you, Are you on board for another season of this show?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, am too. It's I, gonna be a longer I, I, season
0: I, too. It's gonna be like a uh let me figure out it's more episodes, it's not just yeah, 16, okay. 16 episodes.
1: Okay. Yeah, I am on board with that. I think yeah. that um, you know, everybody is is giving it their all. I hope for a bigger uh presence from the original cast. Yeah. Um I, I hope for the 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 kid actors to grow in their craft and and the writers to write to the to those strengths of those actors, the way that they did with the original series, like they knew pretty quickly, like, Oh, this is the kind of line that that Ashton needs to deliver. Yeah. Right. Like you just give him that, that line and it'll work. And
0: they're not on network anymore. This is something I forgot to mention when we were Mm. in the beginning of the episode, talking more about what's good about the show. They don't like, (laughs) I mean, it's not like lucky Louie where they're just like, having explicit jokes every left and yeah. right but they yeah. do there's a couple times they they dip in there a little bit and just sort of signal to you like yeah we're not on network television so yeah. somebody says like dick or something like that and it's just yeah. like yeah that would have been allowed on network sitcom like and that's right. not even that big of a transgression
1: right you right. know but but it's but, just to remind but, yeah.
0: you like oh that's something we would have put in a shooting script and the, the network would have told us to change the line Exactly. Not that they need to go super far, but they can, they can talk about things. It's it's more about story elements. They can now include, they could probably make explicit references to to the marijuana. Now they may not want to because that's part of the fun of the original show is that no one ever came out and said what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. They just implied it and it was fine, but like,
1: and everybody knew. So why?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why, 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 why ruin a good thing? But like they can. They have. They have certain liberties now they didn't have before, and so if they choose to to really make use of that and like add some impact to, to certain uh, story choices, they can. Yeah,
1: they can totally. So, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm on board with another season. I mean, it was fun enough to watch. I, I certainly have my gripes with it, but it was fun. And you know, I haven't watched a multi camera sitcom in a long time, so. Yeah in a weird way, it's kind of cool to see that that is still alive somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where they shoot this, you know, I don't, I don't either. I mean, some, some stage somewhere, some stage in Los Um, Angeles, but, but yeah, the, the thing I don't want them to do is, is push their luck. And if, if Deborah Joe Rupp or Kurtwood Smith are ever unable to, to do this, Mm -hmm. I think you got to end it. Um, I I don't think there's a, there's a season without one of them. Um, so, so I think go ahead and do your 16, get it done. And if the time comes that they're starting to, I mean, they're both, they're both still fantastic, but like I'm talking in the future, um, you know, let's say season five, six, seven, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if there comes a time when. It'll, it'll be obvious there, yeah. there'll be a time there'll be a time and and i don't want them to go beyond that because because th- those two characters are the linchpin
0: I, and i was so happy to see deborah Durrup back especially because like you know she pops up in wandavision yeah and i remember saying at the time like it's just so nice to see her on tv again yeah you know i want i wish i could yeah. saw her more things and so like yeah. when this was announced and they were their names were on it i was Especially happy to see her because I just love, I love Red and Kitty as characters. They're just Attitude. they're just amazing characters. Yeah, um, agreed. And that seven show is one of those things where I'm just like, it was just an, almost a perfect thing. Like it was the yeah. sitcom. You know, there's some episodes are hit and miss. You know, but the main obviously yeah. the main thing that's wrong with that show is the way it is is the the latter couple of seasons, the final season yeah. or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, those are big kind of dips down in quality a little bit. Um but other than that like you you gotta remember the magic of that of that yeah. show so yep yeah okay there. yeah yeah man we'll put a pin down that thing
1: yeah